Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, welcome to the First Baptist Church here in Coleraine, Massachusetts. We are so thankful that you're joining us. And like I've just told our congregation, we're taking a deep tour from our studies in First Timothy. Hopefully, Lord willing, we'll resume next week. Because it's Independence Day here in America on the 4th of July, like it normally is. I'm going to read uh, half of Psalm 33, reading from verse 10. Hear the word of the Lord. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the people. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all. He considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of an army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope is in an unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice and we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love rest upon us O Lord, even as we put our hope in you. May God give us understanding of his word this morning. Amen. He's going to open in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we call you our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. And Lord, we pray, we hope and pray that uh, you would help us be tuned in and not be distracted and put into practice the things that we will hear from this message. In Jesus' name, amen. So you should have a handout in the bulletin. Um, there's a 10 questionnaire, 10 point questionnaire, and all the answers are in the message. So, the title of this sermon is Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Well, this week we celebrate, we remember, the 4th of July. 
when America became an independent nation from those uh, pesky Brits and crazy King George. Today, maybe some people don't know, like some of the older ones, that this nation was founded on biblical principles. Founded on biblical principles. There's number two in your handout. Yes, Christianity was the predominant faith and its influence is undeniable. Undeniable. Although some people try to erase history. The second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence begins with these words. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The closing word of the Declaration also states, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. So back in the day, the majority of those men that signed the Declaration were men of honor. How things have changed. Let's go back to the pilgrims that came on the Mayflower. The main reasons the pilgrims came here to the New World was to escape uh, religious persecution and to carry the message of the gospel to this uncharted, undiscovered land. We know to be America. The gospel, you may ask what it is. Some of you, majority of you probably know already, but it's explained clearly in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 3 and 4, that Christ died for our sins. Thank God that he did. Amen. Amen. According to the scriptures, and that he was buried. He just didn't faint on that cross. He died, and he was buried and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. Do you believe that? If you do, you believe the gospel message. And those that believe the gospel message are saved. Praise the Lord. The gospel message, it's simple. Even children can be saved and are saved. But it's also, the gospel is also a life-changing message for everyone who not only hears it, but also believes it, not just in their head, but in their hearts. And what comes out of our mouth is what we believe in our hearts. So if you believe the gospel message in your heart and confess it with your mouth, then you are saved. Amen. It's that simple. And that decision to believe, not only to believe, but also to receive Christ as our personal saviour, will determine where we spend eternity when we die. Yes, there is life after death. 
But without knowing Jesus, it's going to be literally a living hell. It's literally a living hell if people do not know Jesus when they die. When those pilgrims came to America, they also established a political commonwealth governed by political standards. Verse 4 of what the chapter we've just read, Psalm 33, it says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. Yes, he chose us. I've no question about that. But also there's the whosoever will. Whosoever will. God is not willing that any should perish. For 400, no, sorry, it's not that long. It's not been a country that long. For 247 years, God has blessed America, amen? And the people of America for so long continues to do so. For how long, we don't know. Only God knows. And all those blessings not only came about by chance, but as a direct result of those founding fathers that not only came to America the first time on the Mayflower, but also the signers of the Independent Declaration. Trusting in Almighty God and not mighty King George. One of those founders was John Adams who said, amongst many other things, the general principles on which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. And he went on to say that in observing the 4th of July, it ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. You know, most people are going to be consumed with the fireworks and barbecues. But will they ever give and make time to thank the God who gave us that freedom with solemn acts of devotion to God? Most unlikely. As John Adams signed, as he signed the Declaration of Independence, he said... Whether we live or die, sink or swim, succeed or fail, I stand behind this Declaration of Independence. And if God wills, I am ready to die in order that this country might experience freedom. They were willing to die and give up. Many did in the War of Independence, many did. Unquote. Deliverance. The only way we can have freedom from sin and be delivered from sin is to place our faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross at Calvary 2,000 years by shedding his sinless, precious blood putting their signatures 
on the declaration that day, the signers were called to prayer and fasting to the God of the Bible. Also, uh, did you know that uh, many Christian ministers, preachers, had an important role to play in American history? Did you know that? As Michael Caine says, not many people know that. So who's Michael Caine? You can look it up on Google if you've got a computer or whatever you've got. Cell phone, that's a little computer. One of the uh, preachers back then who had an important role, just one of the so many in America's history, was the Reverend John Leland. Um, he wrote the introduction uh, to the First Amendment of the Constitution to guarantee religious freedom in the United States, to guarantee religious freedom. Reverend Leland, Leland uh, was born in Grafton, Massachusetts. Anyone know where that is? I don't. He was born in Massachusetts and he died in North Adams. I know where that is. Stussed up the road on Route 2. Tried to go up there on a motorcycle the other day and they're they grading the road. We couldn't get through, so we turned around and went elsewhere. Died in North Adams. Born in Grafton, Reverend Leland. He was also a hymn writer. And some of you may have heard the hymn, The Day is Past and Gone. Some of you recognize that one? Maybe you'll recognize the lyrics. I'm going to quote. The day is past and gone. The evening shades appear. Or may we all remember well, the night of death draws near. That'll cheer you up. <laughs> we'll lay our garments by, unless you sleep in your clothes. Upon our beds to rest. So death shall soon disrobe us all of what is here possessed. Lord, keep us safe this night, secure from all our fears. May angels guard us while we sleep till morning light appears. And when we early rise and view the unwearied sun, May we press on to reach the prize and after glory run. And when our days are past and we from time remove, oh, may we in thy bosom rest, the bosom of thy love. Isn't that beautiful? Reverend Leland. It's another interesting fact. Prior to the civil war between the states, 90% of all American college presidents were preachers. 90%. Now, it was that kind of patriotism which led men in the Revolutionary War against all odds, with the help of God only, to win the victory against the most powerful nation in the world at that time. So that you and I, could be free citizens in this land. 
How many people today are forgetting about God who gave this nation its birth, gave this nation its greatness, gave this nation its blessings? Patrick Henry, who said, give me liberty or give me death. He also said, it cannot be emphasized too strongly or too often that this great nation was founded not by religionists, but by Christians, not on religions but on the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what this nation was founded on. Christians and by Christians, not religion. Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship with Lord Jesus Christ. There's many religions in the world, too numerous to mention. Before Patrick Henry died, he was only 63 years old, which seems really old to some of you. <laughs> he wrote in his last will and testament, because he couldn't write it after he died, obviously. Are you still awake? He wrote in his last will and testament, I have now given everything I own to my children. There is one thing I wish I could give them, and that is Christ Jesus. Because if they have everything I gave them and do not have Jesus, then they have nothing. Amen? They have nothing. If you don't have Jesus, then you have nothing. What does it profit a man if he gain the whole world? and yet lose his own soul. Speaking of children, did you know that America's first school book called the New England Primer had the Lord's Prayer on its cover? The first one. What about our currency? You ever looked, if you've got any money left after putting it in the collection today? Probably got some pennies burning a hole in your pockets. What does it say? What does it say on the dollar bills? What does it say on our country, on our currency? One cent. One cent. And in God we trust. In God we trust. Look at the penny. What's that? One cent. That's what missionaries are. They are one cent. Amen. And thankfully, Jesus was sent. You know, he didn't have to come, but he knew that he could. He had to, to save us from our sin. His father sent him, and he willingly came. Amen. He was sent. That's what missionaries are. They're sent. I think we were having men's breakfast the other day, and I was talking about when I was in Papua New Guinea. He said, oh, you were a missionary. I said, I still am. I haven't changed. I'm still the same person. One cent. So the influence of God on the founding of this nation is obvious. 
that nobody can deny. That nobody can deny. But some do. They're attempting to erase the historical influence of Christianity on this nation. They're trying to erase history from the history books, trying to rewrite them, trying to rewrite history. And you know as well as I do that haters of God and haters of Christians want to rip to shreds the Constitution and the moral fabric that has held this nation together for 247 years. But let's remember, there are still many good people and many good things about America that we don't hear too much about today because we're constantly bombarded by the bad news. But thank God there's still good news. Amen? So regardless of what is happening now in this country or what will happen in the future, none of these things has taken God by surprise. We read there in Psalm 33, it said, The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. So, let's conclude. Having heard all these historical facts about the biblical foundation that built this nation, doesn't it make sense to get back to what the pilgrims believed that made this country great in the beginning? Of course it does. And what was that? They put God first. We need to put God first. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. We want to remain blessed, then put God first. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. So practically, what can Christians do? You just stand by and do nothing? What we can do is put into practice 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. We can humble ourselves. We can pray. And we can seek God's face and we can turn from our wicked ways. And then the promise is, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Heal their land. If we do those things, that's a conditional promise from God that he will heal their land course any nation you can just look at historical facts any nation that turns its back on God and his word is destined for decline both financially and morally it's happening now so let's keep on praying for this country and its citizens to turn from their wicked ways to the Savior. That's repentance. The people need to repent. Because without him, there is no hope for any country 
or anyone. Amen? Amen. Amen. Happy birthday, America. Let's pray. Well, it's good to be reminded, dear Lord, that this country was founded on Christian principles by Christians. And how so many have forgotten that. People trying to rewrite history, eliminate history from the books in the schools. People don't, they don't understand the historical facts. This country was founded by Christians. Because those that are willing to and trying so desperately to change things in this country, we, we're on a slippery slope if we neglect the God of the universe who sent his son in order for us to die to self and to live for Christ who came. May we humble ourselves and pray and turn from our wicked ways. And then your promise is that we, you will heal, you will heal this land. We hope and pray that it's not too late. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for tuning in, listening to this message. And uh, if you liked it, give us a thumbs up, a like. And if you didn't like it, don't do anything. God bless you all. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine for Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m. We are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.